Kevin Markwick.
That's Maximo Park. Oh, good evening. Ah, play that hard. You know, it's a while since I've done this. I was going to be super blinking slick. But I've let the side down again as usual. So, good evening. It's Kevin Markwick with you here for the next two hours. Thank you, Adrian Corbin, for another two hours of uh, soul music. Uh, great stuff as usual. Tonight we've got the usual oddity of a show. I've not been on a while. Uh, have you missed me? Okay, I'll take that as a no then. So tonight we've got music from, uh, and not exclusively, uh, from Warpaint, Father John Misty, uh, some classic Dr. Feelgood. Uh, we've also got film music from Hello High Water, from uh, Amoldovar, uh, Iglesias music from um, Julieta, uh, the very Thomas Newman score from uh, Passengers. All sorts of other stuff. Uh, life, but not as we know it. Uh, even Dwayne Johnson's going to sing for you. Don't worry, it's not as bad as it sounds. Uh, hang on, I've been practicing this all night. Mika, no, Micah Levi. I just can't get that one right. It's, I don't know why. So sit back, uh, loosen your belt, uh, and enjoy some Amber Arcades.
Amber Arcades or uh, Anna Lottie de Graff, to give her her full name, from the upcoming LP Cannibal out in June this year. So uh, I know you're out there somewhere. Perhaps you want to get in touch with the show. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter, at uh, Kevin Markwick. There's even, as I say every time I come back on the air, a warty old... Um, even wartier and oldier than I am, uh, Facebook page, uh, The Kevin Markwick Show. I'll go and log in, see whether my login details still work on that one. You can uh, contact the show there. I believe you can also email the studio. Um, uh, let's have a look. Studio at uckfieldfm.co.uk. You can even go to the website, and it looks like, for the first time in ages, uh, or since I've been in, anyway, the webcam is working i just put all that pointed at it um so you can have a look at the back of my head and my lustrous gorgeous locks of hair uh, and you can also message the show on there as well so there's a million ways to get in touch i know you're out there if you're in the kitchen just wearing your uh, spandex g-string let me know whatever you're doing uh what you're thinking of the music that we're playing uh, have you been to the pictures lately tell me what you've seen what you think anyway um that would be good uh, to know that you're out there. So we're going to play some um, future elevators, uh, then we're going to have an hour break, and uh, we'll be back. <laughs> you're wittering again, Kev.
Future Elevators from Alabama. That's called Modern World. Okay, we'll have a break, and when we come back, some war paint. May we remind you that for the convenience of those patrons who prefer not to smoke, seating areas on the right-hand side of this auditorium have been designated as no-smoking areas. Your cooperation is appreciated. Kevin Markwick. 105. Uckfield FM.
paint. From Heads Up, the current album. I don't know, I think they get better and better. But what do I know? So I'm on bi-weekly, apparently. Uh, so I'm not on next week, I'm on the week after, and then, you know, you get it. So uh, every two weeks, you will have the pleasure of listening to me on a Monday night from 9 o'clock here on Uckfield FM. Uh, I'm going to play you some Father John Misty now.
Katie. I don't think <laughs> we'll be playing painting coconut. Actually, I might have painting coconuts. Maybe I will find that for you before the end of the show. Uh, that was Father John Misty, True Affection. Uh, now, one of the things I wanted to play you was last year, 2016, um, there was a sort of super group formed. People who like folk pop music will be familiar with it. KD Lang, Nico Case and Laura Veers formed a, uh, a trio and put an album out called uh, Lang, Case and Veers, I think. Hmm. But it was very, very good and uh, I wanted to play you a track from that. This is called Atomic Number. Eventually. <laughs> Time listeners will know we're uh, um, big fans of Laura Veers on this show, and that's her with Nico Case and KD Lang. That's called uh, Atomic Number, and hopefully, they'll do some more material. I do hope so. And uh, they did a tour in America, but they didn't come this way, which was uh, which was a shame. Uh, now, so Cheney Kent's out there, he's a long term friend of the show, he's listening while doing his admin, and uh, tells me he saw Ghost in the Shell and liked it. 
Wow, I'm surprised. I have to say that's been rather universally uh, panned. Uh, I thought it was okay. I mean, I'd seen worse, but it looked fantastic. It certainly looked fantastic, but uh, was rather limp. I thought in the end. So, but what again? What do I know? Uh, it's what you like, really. Is the important thing. Uh, we're going to do. Um, uh, I didn't mean that to sound dismissive. Did it sound dismissive? No, I didn't mean that uh, to sound dismissive. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, we're going to do uh, some Dr. Feelgood, have an air break, and then it's that weird handbrake turn that I do into film music for an hour. So if you're a film music fan, great news. Uh, if you're not, not such good news. Kiora makes orange flamenco. Lemon and lime cascade. Orange, lemon and lime from Kiora for a cool one of six. Monday nights on Oakfield FM. Feel good with the amazing Wilco Johnson on guitar. Uh, it, I think it was in the All City Confidential documentary where um, 
he was explaining that he was listening to all these amazing guitar breaks on um, on record and learning them, and then didn't realise there were two guitarists. <laughs> so he's able to play. That's how he's able to play like that. That extraordinary. It almost sounds like there's two guitars, but it's only him, which is absolutely amazing. From the 1974 album, Down by the Jetty. Uh, I was a big fan, and they kind of. I was a bit like everyone else. I sort of when punk came along, they sort of got forgotten. But actually, I think they were massively influential, really, on that kind of hard, dirty rocky sort of pub sound um so ad break time and then uh, we'll come back with the uh, sleeping on the blacktop that amazing track from hell or high water to take us into the sort of filmy part of the show and uh, i'll play the ads in the correct order this time Okay, so filmy part of the show. I felt we should have a bit of newsy type stuff. Uh, this is from Movie Tone News. <sighs> it's taking a while to get back in the swing of it, isn't it, chaps? <laughs> I should do some sort of voiceover. And that's one in the eye for the Brexiteers. Elsewhere before, just as familiar as a bottle and a glass. Head darling, sleeping on the black top. Hey 
From the soundtrack of, uh, or using the soundtrack, certainly, of uh, Hell, or High, Hell or High Water, David McKenzie's uh, wonderful sort of neo-Western uh, thriller, uh, heist movie. Uh, it's all sorts of things, but it keeps its eye very, very uh, uh, specifically on the story and tells it very well and very efficiently and doesn't go wandering off in all sorts of odd directions. And actually, even uh, Chris Pine, who's uh, not the greatest actor i don't think uh, in hollywood is uh, actually very very good in it very convincing all the way around and if you've not seen it i can highly recommend it now uh, actually the score uh, the um incidental music is also by um uh, warren ellis and nick cave which is also very very good maybe on one of the uh, upcoming shows i'll play you something of that what i thought i'd do in the next hour is just basically go through stuff i've been listening to in the last year either or stuff i've seen uh, since we last met uh or when i say the last year the last few months scores i've uh, enjoyed and stuff that I think you might uh, might also enjoy listening to. Uh, one of those actually is uh, Alberto Iglesias' score from uh, Julieta. I thought this was a, a bit of a return to form for Almodovar, who's one of my favourite directors. Uh, and as usual, uh, Iglesias' score is, is, is a very integral part of the storytelling. And this is La Tela Roja um, from that film. Thank you. 
La Terra Roja from uh, Giulietta by Alberto, Alberto Iglesias, uh, Al, Almodovar's uh, kind of typically um, melodramatic story, um, which, uh, again, I can highly recommend. I'll try to stop saying that on the end of everything because presumably... Me simply playing it means I recommend it. Uh, however, as uh, what I'm going to do now is play you a couple of tracks from some science fiction that's been out in the last uh, few months. Not entirely successful as films. Um, I'm going to play you uh, Thomas New part of Thomas Newman's score from Passengers, which, uh, as a film, didn't quite live up to the expectations. I think probably the central idea in the end was a little bit icky. Uh, made me feel a little uncomfortable, um, but great to look at. And Thomas Newman's score is, uh, I've been playing it a lot. I don't know, um, it kind of got its hooks into me. I think it's uh, rather lovely. This is actually the opening opening sequence called the Starship Avalon.
Starship Avalon from Passengers. Uh, that cue by uh, Thomas Newman. I suppose it's not a million miles away from his score for Wally, actually, but I think it's got the right lovely balance between the ethereal and the right kind of dramatic heft. Um, so I'm horribly overrunning here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to run uh, the ad break and then we'll have the music from life. A warm welcome to you all. Hope you'll thoroughly enjoy our programme. Kevin Markwick. So you're listening to Kevin Markwick on Uckfield FM, as the lady just sung for you. Um, well, I'm going through some film music, actually, in this hour of the show. Uh, I'm with you for the next... Well, not for the next few... I'm not with you next week. Then I'm with you the week after that. You get the idea. It's kind of bi-weekly. So a few of you have been getting in touch, um, which is nice to hear. If there's anyone else, uh, hit me up on Twitter, at Kevin Markwick. Or you can email the show, uh, studio at uckfieldfm.co.uk. Or you can uh, hit me up on Facebook even. You know, there are many ways to get in touch. Uh, So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to play you a bit of uh, John Ekstrand's score from Life. Uh, Daniel Espinosa's film, which is uh, an extraordinary amalgam of every... Uh, science fiction film you've ever seen it's kind of a bit alien it's a bit this it's a bit that mostly a bit alien if we're honest um scary film not as scary as it should be but actually i rather like the score although um i think he's got he's, he's again even the score is slightly borrowed bits from everywhere else but it's kind of a pleasant listen nevertheless this is called godspeed doctor
There you go. That's uh, music from Life by John Ekstrand, uh, who actually, I think he's written the, the, the music for most of Daniel Espinosa's films. Um, I think it kind of said that film sort of suffered from the same problem that Prometheus had, which I, I looked at again the other night with the upcoming alien thing going on, in that um, they, they set everyone up as uh, professionals and then they do really unprofessional things, which kind of undermines the plot, I think. Uh, but actually, that's quite a good score. I rather like that one. Now, one of the big hits of the year so far uh, has been Logan, the sort of anti-superhero movie, uh, which was played as a kind of gnarly road movie with um, Hugh Jackman playing the uh, Wolverine for the last time. Very effectively, actually, I thought. And if you saw it, you would certainly have enjoyed uh, Marco Beltrami's score. This is called Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan from uh, Logan, Marco Bertrami's score, which is uh, very effective indeed uh, for such an interesting take on the superhero movie. And presumably uh, we won't be seeing the likes of uh, Hugh Jackman again. I think they've just announced a new X-Men movie, actually, so the whole lot will be moving into a, 
a new era pretty soon. Uh, what was I going to play you next? Oh, another one I've had on repeat, like the Passengers soundtrack. We saw some footage. Uh, we were being given demonstration of a, a particular sound system a few months ago. And uh, one of the films that they played uh, as a demonstration was Everest. Um, not the one about the double glazing, the one about the climbing the... Uh, climbing the mountain and it reminded me just how wonderful uh dario marinelli's score was uh and this this particular track epilogue which is sort of again got its hooks into me and i i tend to overplay in the house
That's called Epilogue. It's part of uh, Dario Marinelli's score for the film uh, Everest, which was, uh, I don't think it was as successful as they thought it was going to be. Maybe a bit too much of a downer, really, for uh, a really broad appeal. But I'm, I'm massively entertaining film, nevertheless. Now, one of the best films of the last few months is most certainly Jordan Peele's film Get Out. The sort of, uh, it's kind of, uh, Wikipedia describes it as a comedy horror. I'm not sure that, uh, I mean, it's kind of funny. I, yeah, I suppose there's funny bits in it, but and, and I'm not sure it's a full-out horror film either. I, I kind of had it more down as a thriller, but it's uh, uh, certainly a wonderful film. And the music, actually, by um, Michael Abels is also very good. This is Chris and Rose, Love Theme. called Chris and Rose uh, from Michael Abel's score for Get Out it's a massive runaway hit I don't think anyone saw that coming um, it really is massively entertaining tremendous amount of fun um, now part of some of the greatest fun I, oh, <laughs> the best two hours I've had or one of the best two hours I've had in the cinema so far this year I have to admit is Kong Skull Island uh, I thought it was a tremendous amount of fun. It was a, a monster movie with big things hitting each other, but not too many big things hitting each other for too long, uh, unlike, say, certain transformative-type nonsense that we have to put up with for three hours at a stretch. Uh, I thought that, again, the story was fairly lean and mean. It got in, got out. Also, the cast was good enough that they weren't really getting out of first gear, to be honest, um, which meant you weren't watching people pull action movie faces. I know it wasn't universally loved, but I had a tremendous time. The only thing I think I didn't like much was how they tried to shoehorn some uh, uh, Godzilla at the end there, you know, uh, sort of empire building. 
so that we get more what they call it franchise building which is a bit tedious really it kind of let the side down however Henry Jackman's score Henry Jackman who's, who's, who's scoring a lot of these kind of pictures now uh, these big wonking great effects things uh, and this track called Project Monarch is a tremendous amount of fun Project Monarch from, uh, it's a cue from Kong, Skull Island, uh, the score by Henry Jackman, tremendous fun. Now, one of the most beautiful films uh, of this or any other year, which uh, after some shenanigans managed to win Best Picture at the Academy Awards, was Moonlight, uh, a truly remarkable piece of work. Uh, and the score by Nicholas Brittel uh, is also rather wonderful. This is called The Middle of the World. Thank you. 
like all good film scores, it, it makes you want to see the film again when you hear the music. Uh, Nicholas uh, Brattel's music for Barry Jenkins' remarkable piece of work, Moonlight, um, which probably should be making an appearance on DVD and Blu-ray pretty soon. So if you didn't get a chance to catch it in the cinema, yeah, you really must. Now, it's Kevin Markwick here. I'm playing some film music till uh, just after half past the hour, and then we'll go back to the other stuff. Uh, just so you can uh, party till 11 o'clock. <laughs> Do I sound like I'm partying? I'm here all alone. Um, and yes, well, I hope you're enjoying it. Do let me know. Uh, and like I keep saying, you can hit me up on Facebook. And you can go to The Thing, the thing on the website, which you can sort of type in. Um, my children have been abusing me on there just uh, over the last few last hour or so, so I'm just doing my best to ignore them, which is uh, the best way to deal with them. Uh, so what we'll do is we'll have an ad break, uh, and then we'll do the best uh, uh, score. <laughs> you know what that is. It has to be done. And then we've got music from Jackie uh, from The Handmaiden, and uh, I've stuck a bit of Philip Sard in, because we don't hear much of him anymore, and his scores were rather wonderful, and then it's back to the other stuff. So here's the ad break, and uh, on the other side, you know what's coming.
tired of it yet. I'm sorry, it had to be done. Uh, Another Day of Sun, the opening sequence from Damien Chazelle's La La Land, which went on to win six Academy Awards, Best Director, Best Actress, Cinematography, Score and Song, which actually wasn't that one, it was City of Stars, Best Production Design, and for about 15 seconds, Best Picture. (laughs) I didn't actually sit up and watch that, did you? Because uh, I, I don't know, I'd had, I had enough by then. But uh, until Beauty and the Beast, the highest grossing film in Uckfield so far this year, La La Land. Uh, Beauty and the Beast has overtaken it now. But what great cinema. You know, you'd have to be a high... Because opinion veered all over the place, didn't it, on that one? I mean, when it when it first arrived, everybody loved it, and then the backlash started, and it's like, oh, uh, you know, La La Land, yeah, like, say so what? But actually, it's cinema, which is the most important thing about it, and it's tremendous, tremendously uplifting and wonderful, even though the story is a bit of a downer. There you go. That's what I think. Uh, now, uh, Jackie was equally uh, uh, successful and equally as uh, affecting, but in a different way. And uh, it also had a wonderful score, the story of uh, Jackie Kennedy in the three days after the uh, assassination of her husband, the President of the United States. Now, um, I've been trying to say this right all all day, because I, I, I say me, uh, Mika... <laughs> Micah Levi I, why I can't say that right I don't know but uh, who also wrote the extraordinary score for Under the Skin which was uh, just amazing and the score for this was uh, also very good It's uh, this is a track uh, a cue called Children I'm wittering again aren't I
Mika Levi's score for Jackie, uh, featuring the powerhouse central performance from um, Natalie Portman, directed by uh, Pablo Lorraine. Uh, shot in this kind of odd ratio. This seems to be the thing at the moment uh, for the art house director, is that shoot it in a really annoying ratio for cinemas. Uh, uh, another film that's completely bonkers and equally as uh, fun is... Um, Park Chan-wook's new film, The Handmaiden. Uh, and his regular uh, composer, uh, Cho Young-wook, has written uh, a rather nice score. This is called uh, The Tree from Mount Fuji. <laughs> Tree from Mount Fuji, part of Cho Young-wook's score for The Handmaiden. Now, uh, I'm running horribly over time here. So I'm going to do a thing which usually is fatal, which is to kind of edit and rearrange the show on the fly, which for me is normally disastrous. So we'll see how that goes. So what I'll do is I'll have an ad break now, and then I'm going to sort of spill over a bit of film, because I do want to play that... Uh, uh, music from Quest for Fire because it's just so yummy. So, uh, yummy, did I just say that? So, here's an ad break and then Quest for Fire. Kevin Markwick.
Oh, that's great. That's a Philip Sard score for Quest for Fire. Now, um, who out of out there has seen Quest for Fire? Who remembers it? It was 1981. It was a French-Canadian kind of bonkers thing uh, set in Paleolithic Europe. And the plot was about um, a tribe of uh, non-speaking, well, grunting uh, cavemen trying to find fire. Um, fire good. Uh, but it had a good cast, actually. It was um, Ron Perlman, Everett McGill, uh, and directed by Jean-Jacques Arnaud, uh, who was quite a prolific film director in his day. He made The Name of the Rose, The Lover, remember that, with the sinner from Pinner? I <laughs> can't remember her name. I just remember Sinner from Pinner. Uh, Seven Years in Tibet as well. But I don't think we've seen him for a while. Is he still alive? Let's have a look. Uh, yep, he's still with us. He's 73 years old. But I remember very clearly seeing that at the Odeon Leicester Square when it came out in 70 mil. And uh, I, 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 has it been seen since? It may have been. It's described as a science fantasy adventure. So if you've seen Quest for Fire... Let me know, because I think you're the only other person I know that will have seen it. So, what's the time? Uh, it's coming up to... Uh, oh, that was a real radio link. Died teed minutes. Uh, to, uh, yeah, 22.41. That's what the clock says. I cannot work out what that is in radio speak. Uh, so, what I'm going to do is play you public service broadcasting. Now, that, that here endeth the film part of the show it, uh, in, in a rather limp fashion. I will get the hang of this again, I promise. The, the, the show will get slicker as the series goes on, uh, uh, if you if you do stay with us. I wouldn't blame you if you didn't, but, uh, you know, this is uh, public service broadcasting. It's great to have back. This is called Progress from their upcoming LP of the same name, uh, released sometime in May. May already. Oh. 
talk as they have always talked. But before your eyes, they are changing. Progress uh, from Public Service Broadcasting, uh, the LP of the same name, which is coming out soon. Very much looking forward to that. Uh, another uh, band back with a rather good new album after, a, if we're honest, a couple of uh, kind of treading water albums is Elbow, uh, uh, called Little Fictions, and this track is called Gentle Storm. an arrow just to be where you lie meet my quest do my shambling best to be near you Bitch. 
From the new album, Little Fictions, that's called Gentle Storm. Now, uh, it's almost over, so uh, you can relax now. Um, But it's not over until, you know, it's over. Uh, So I've got a few more tracks for you. Uh, One is Beautiful People by Mark Pritchard. That'll play us out uh, after the ad break. But you know me. um, Well, maybe you don't know me. But if you've listened to any number of these shows, uh, I'll always try and shoehorn in a bit of Tom Waits if I can Um, and this is one of his more, uh, shall we say, esoteric tracks from the album Bad As Me Uh, from this is the track called Bad As Me from 2011 You're the head on the spear You're the nail on the cross You're the fly in my beer You're the key that got lost You're the letter from Jesus On the bathroom wall Your mother's superior With only a brawl You're the same, you're the same You're the same kind of bad as me No 
Should have woken you up. Kevin Markwick. 105. Uckfield FM. So that's it. It's all over. Thanks for joining me. It's been great. If you were waiting for Dwayne Johnson, I'm sorry, I'll have to uh, fit him in next week. But thanks for listening. It really does mean a lot. And if you're listening to the podcast, thanks for downloading. It really does mean a lot. Do get in touch and let me know what you think, what you'd like to hear, how quickly you'd like me to stop. So I'll leave you with this rather beautiful, beautiful track from Mark Pritchard called Beautiful People. And I'll see you in a couple of weeks. I love you all. Bye.